0: Welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast, episode fifty-seven. I just checked. Fucking, I already forgot Uh, the time. Episode. Whoa, 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 whoa! What is time? What is forward? What is backwards? No one knows. How does it work?
1: Yeah, I'm glad. Glad you pulled a theme out of the hat just as we (laughs) got on to record. Because, like, I was
0: carefully planned.
1: I was just gonna trash talk the the new Titan for the entire episode. Yeah that's that's half of this show. And then the <laughs>
0: other half we have a, a small segment where we will go through the Horus heresy timeline. Uh but that's after the, the music. Uh but first of all, breaking news. We're trying it's been a while, uh and we're trying to fit together the pieces. And apparently you Nick this has been to Warhammer World.
1: Yeah. What, what the fuck? I thought I told you this, uh like was it really that long ago that we recorded those? Ages. Just like like two weeks ago? Was it even more? Because it feels like okay. we've been uh, I can't remember. We had like a pretty loose time schedule lately. Uh, yeah. but now our presence has been demanded back.
0: Yeah, that's nice.
1: That's nice to hear. Someone was like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah hey. Sebastian pushing us to make more episodes. It felt is like it a Jensen, or yeah. Ah. yeah the so Danes, is... can't, Danes can't get enough of us. It feels like a yeah. clickbait title. The Danes can't get enough of this.
0: <laughs> Dead things you couldn't imagine Erik Valer could do with uh, with I don't know I don't <laughs> with a bottle of vodka. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one guy, one vodka, one bottle, or just Google that later. You find his <laughs> web page. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, uh, you, you're not uh, not paying us to not do shit. <laughs> so we're back. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, anyway, you went to Warhammer World. Tell yeah,
1: us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I went there with uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Henderson, that the... oh,
0: known from the Old Word Lives podcast.
1: Yeah internet famous you, you mm-hmm. must have met him at uh, yeah he was at BSK so you met him there for sure yeah I know Jimmy
0: I know he plays yeah. Emperor's Children yeah he, he has uh, run the, like the third company league with tons
1: of cacophony marines yeah boy I just can't remember who, know. Like, if you've been to the same event or not
0: yeah you know no, that's it's, it's good to check uh, but <laughs> um, yeah I know him like me we fear the uh, gets hot of the cacophony <laughs> Like yeah. to kill themselves. Yeah, so he uh, well, came over yeah. with,
1: with a friend, Carl, mm-hmm. uh, and they stayed the night at my place, and then we got up early to go to Nottingham. Okay. Uh, so we took the bus. And, oh yeah, the night before we we played some fantasy games at Dark Sphere, this new store. Uh oh, you talked that you talked about that last time, I think. Yeah, it's a nice place. Uh, uh, so we played some games on friday then on saturday we went to nottingham uh as soon as we got there we went to the virtual store it's really yeah. nice like at the virtual store that you can just walk around and look at all the models in person because like yeah sure yeah. when you look online you see these uh photoshop pictures uh yeah. but you don't really know the scale you can't see the detail from all the angles so it's really nice to just walk around and to look at all the models. And it's really nice. Are they all in these uh,
0: like plastic bags that you get the products in, or how are they?
1: Uh, are they packaged all... differently? Yeah, some are in boxes and some are in blisters. uh But the thing is, like all of the models there are assembled and put in a cabinet. Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so unpainted real... as
1: well. So that's that's really nice. Whoa, that's cool. <laughs> so yeah, you can look at all like the uh the stormbird, just just immense uh <laughs> and the the new uh the new chaos dragon was freaking huge it's crazy oh yeah Zealand, the, yeah the corn dragon yeah the guy riding like a, oh crazy. yeah it's crazy <laughs> yeah but it's really nice to see all the stuff there yeah i didn't yeah. uh saw the new uh, solar axilia tank as well it's really nice oh the carnadon yeah oh yeah uh, you gotta mention that as well like we got a reply mm-hmm. after our last episode by someone who actually plays solar xylia tanks and told totally oh, us oh shit what, what did we do wrong what did we not do wrong <laughs> uh, now it's like more uh, some, some tactical pointers okay uh, I gotta look up <laughs> his name now forgot you I'm very sorry. Is uh, one of the Vecko guys though?
0: Ah! Oh, oh shit! Uh, uh, who? Maybe he was at Malmo playing. There was a guy playing Solar Rocks or Militia at Malmo. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Uh, Jonas Eng.
0: Okay. What? What? So, did, can you share some of his tactics?
1: Uh... No, it's just like oh, yeah, I have some some talks about this and like what you should take as an HQ. Maybe it's better to have this. Uh, mm-hmm. This choice is like could be worth it. So it's just like he, he wrote a lot of stuff. So yeah, like very so, good. So if and
0: if you want to, so if you want to play it. tanks with Sordaxilia, <laughs> contact uh, Jonas Eng. Jonas Eng, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, on the, yeah. he'll be on the on the way everything yeah uh <laughs> nice. yeah but but uh, uh it's a very good like uh thing he wrote it in swedish though you could probably just google <laughs> translate it <laughs> if you, if you want to have those pointers but it's really nice. the laundry
0: basket runs outside the window <laughs> what the
1: fuck uh but yeah thank you very much you know saying, for uh Giving uh, us and everyone else some pointers on how to play so yeah. a tanks.
0: Nice, thank you. Uh,
1: yeah, so, so you after... saw the card, Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. And so after we went to the virtual store, this was like one of uh, one of many times we went in there during our stay at Warm World. Uh, we went to get some food at Bugman's. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, picked up the new menus. I knew that they would changed the names on the menus, but uh, I could not fathom the extent of. The, the shittery that is. So it used to be fantasy inspired, and now it's, it's yeah. Sigmar inspired. yeah before. yeah And it's like, I'm sitting there, and then I like, can't really get mad because I just don't understand what anything is. Uh, oh. I don't know. I feel old. <laughs> it's just like questioning my own existence, because first I'm like, w- what, are, what are these weird names? And then I think like, but all the names that were there before were also like really weird fantasy names, but yeah, yeah, but at least I knew what the fuck they meant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then I'm like, but w- what am I doing with my life? Getting angry over the changing of fantasy names on a <laughs> menu of made up food. <laughs> you know?
0: So what before you could eat
1: like a a squig burger and now you can eat like a Carnadon burger or something like that. I don't know. Crazy. Uh but it was r- really nice though. Uh Bum's Bar is a really cool place. Uh, like all the interiors that looks like it's made for fantasy. Like they have a still have like huge map of the old world and like the the book of grudges and like uh, (laughs) some weapon racks. And uh, and it's really funny (laughs) because like I went to the bar and I was like, holy shit, like this bar is very low. Like there was this overhead thing, like a wall of wood that was like, just at the height of my eyes or like slow, slightly lower, so I kind of had to bend down. I was like, oh, this is really fucked. And then it was like, oh, oh yeah, but it's a dwarf bar. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's nice. That's clever.
1: <laughs> Either that or British people are just really short. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably both. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we out there and we some food. <clears throat> we all got the Bugman pizza. It was really nice. Okay. Uh, and apparently, like, yeah, uh, I talked to Max, and he said that, like him and like all a bunch of people that he know uh, got food poisoned eating at Bagman's Bar. Oh no, <laughs> that's funny. Yes,
0: uh, well, they're not known like Games Workshop as isn't like a food company after all.
1: Yeah, or maybe it's just the the weak stomachs of these fake Northerners to call themselves oh, Northerners, oh, even though oh. they're all Southerners. Yep, <laughs> it's gonna get so mad hearing this (laughs) Uh, bring it on (laughs) but while I was uh, sitting there ordering my food uh, Brendan texted me Mm -hmm. from the Sounds of Heresy podcast and he was going to record with Tim
0: uh,
1: and he asked me to come on quickly uh, on the Eye of Horus to call in and share the news of the new menu and stuff what so Uh, you're just
0: live from Nottingham
1: yeah yeah Whoa. So, yeah, you can hear my, my bitter tones for, like, a couple of minutes on the latest Eye Iver, of podcast. <laughs> Ranting about the new fucking Titan.
0: Yeah, uh, well, you'll hear, you can hear about the food or the menus there, but you, the Titan you'll hear on this uh, <laughs> podcast as well. Anything else you want to say about Warhammer World first, though? Uh,
1: yeah, uh, so uh, we went to the exhibition. It's really awesome started changing yeah. out more fun stuff to H.S. Sigmar stuff, more round bases, okay. which silenced me greatly. But like the <laughs> exhibition is still fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. There's a new... Uh, I've been there once before last year, and now there's a new Titan- Titanicus display, which is really cool.
0: Oh, of the small Titans? Yeah. Right. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, and, and also, like, I was thinking... Because uh, the, they had this huge display. I don't know if you heard about it. It's, like, a huge, like chaos versus ultramarines yeah uh, I've, see,
0: I've seen it on the on, uh, battle bunnies
1: yeah There's some pictures uh, amazing so, yeah i saw that and then i was like uh because uh, it's supposed to be like the, the attack on their their fortress monastery and yeah. then uh, i saw that they put on like uh, one of those new uh, super heavy hover tanks and i was oh. like oh oh that's cool that there is yeah I was like, oh, that's cool that they're like updating the display, the new models. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. I thought about it, like, wait a minute, isn't this supposed to be like a historical battle or re- recreation? Isn't that weird that they mm-hmm. exchanged some stuff mm-hmm. for primaries? Because, like, they made primaries, whatever. But yeah. that's like further ahead in the timeline, right? So now
0: yeah, they've
1: exchanged. What like a the... historical thing for primaris, and then like <clears throat> you got Gilliman or not Gilliman? Uh, what's, what's the name of the uh, Mar- Calgar. Marneris
0: Calgar?
1: Yeah, Calgar f- is fighting a demon, and yeah. I was like, but now Calgar is a primaris as well, and are they gonna exchange that model? But he wasn't demon a primaris then. So.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, I would be fine if they were like we want to make space Marines true scale. We're going to slowly shift all the old mo- models for the new ones. And that's, I would be like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I understand that it will be like a, a gap where you have smaller and bigger ones. And sure. Mm. If you want to update the rules. Yeah. You can do that. Make the the bigger ones uh, better to make it seem like it's more, you know, yeah. Like they should be space. Marines should be really the best of the best, mm. but like the entire fluff bit seems
1: a bit, uh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I've, I don't care about 40k anymore. Like, really, they can do whatever the fuck they want. That's that's cool. Uh, maybe oh, I, I like to, I would like yeah, to do. Yeah. Uh, maybe I like to do some skirmish stuff, but uh, I don't think I would ever play, like, 40k, 40k again. Yeah. Uh, and also I was thinking about that, like, now that they're kind of changing all the, uh, marines, and that's also like a thing, like that they made Calgar a premier. It's like, ah, uh, like, but first I guess time it, it was inevitable character. Yeah. So now um, they're just going to port all the old Marines over to Primaris. And then mm-hmm. I thought, like, how long will it take before regular Marines are considered cool by the, the grognards like us? Like, wh- when will they become retro? And people would be like, yeah, you have the <laughs> new thing, but I prefer the old thing. So, oh, like, shit. You know, you know I'm, where, where I'm getting at? Like...
0: You're, you're playing mini-marines. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah like, playing mini-marines. like the old Beakies. Yeah, yeah. Like people are yeah. like, oh, yeah, these these are way cooler. They're older. And... I, I remember when they were small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, anyway, when I oh. came out of the display, uh, we tried to get a table, and now they stopped taking bookings for the table. The tables uh-huh. so we kind of had to find a table and they they were having a tournament at the same time
0: oh shit so it was like, hard, all dude. the
1: tables were taken yeah so but, yeah, i think uh, we go to the organizer and they're like yeah actually there's this one table in the middle of the field you can take that one but we're going to need it back when this round is complete so we had to like kind of move on quickly so it's kind of annoying that we yeah. couldn't just have a table mm. and then like fuck the the sound volume and the air in there <laughs> Which is terrible! (laughs) Oh shit! Crazy because we were like in the dead center of it. Yeah, Uh, it was really nice. And then we played some fantasy. It was really nice. This one guy came up with like, "Is that a Kislev army?" (laughs) Yes, sir. That is well spotted. (laughs) That was fun. And then we saw some guys playing like old hammers, like third edition fantasy. That's crazy! Oh shit! Ah. Yeah, like they had miniatures from before the metal miniatures had slots on their bases. It's madness. Holy shit. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that was a really nice nice day yeah? at Nottingham. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I saw the new Titan in there.
0: <laughs> yes! So let's talk about some new stuff because Forgeware has been busy. We haven't really talked about uh like the Praetors for Al- alpha legion and blood angels yeah. come out um they're first the good stuff first right do you like it i mean they're i mean we have seen them on preview so we're not surprised i'm yeah. surprised it took a lot of long time for them to come out
1: yeah um, yeah they're really good looking as you say like we've seen them for such a long time so it doesn't really yeah feel like new stuff
0: yeah like yeah. Um, leviathan and contemptor for blood angels Yeah, Uh, I mean, and also it's strange because it's been like a lot of weeks with nothing from Forge World so why not just like, oh, this week we give you this, this week, the item,
1: this week, but
0: for some reason they just
1: dropped it all. Yeah, especially since it's like not not at the same time as they're releasing the book or something so there's like no real point of just dropping all of it. Maybe they got pressure from
0: the, like, you need to get this out now, Christmas is coming and people want to buy this shit. Like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh, yeah, what what do you think about the Pravian and the Vigilator
1: yeah, they're really cool they were there on display as well, so I saw them okay <clears throat> in person uh
0: I, i'm not I don't really like the Pravian that much, but I need to see it in person. I don't know maybe it's the painting i don't know it just. it looks like someone has kitbashed the Pravian yeah yeah I
1: don't really like the paint job on any of them to be honest. No? No? They, no, they no. look like they look soft somehow. Like they have yeah. soft edges. Like they're not gritty.
0: Yeah. You would need someone else to paint them up. So maybe yeah, they're probably they're probably fine. I don't know. The Pravian model, it's like, well, okay, it's cool. He's got like some bionic oh bionics, right? Yeah. Uh he's yeah. exchanged his leg and stuff. But one leg is like Mark III. The other leg is like Chaos Space Marini, which is whatever <laughs> Mark that is. And I don't know. It's just like what, what's going on. I don't understand this.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know. I don't know. But it's cool. It's cool. I love the Blood Angel sprayer, uh, the one uh, in
1: like Artificer armor, yeah. the sword. Well, cool. will, will you take him and make uh, an Emperor Children guy out of him? I mean,
0: he's almost screaming about doing getting that. You know, but yeah. I have a lot of I have a lot of Emperor Children characters. I don't really need one. <laughs> Yeah. Although,
1: leviathan though
0: really nice yeah maybe some i haven't thought about them they could
1: probably be used
0: they are yeah. like posh, posh enough to be seven. Yeah,
1: you don't have a leviathan right
0: no i uh refuse to fall for that uh Everyone's <laughs> everyone's got a leviathan in a drop pod hmm. i got a <clears throat> guess what i got a box thread with a flamestorm cannon <laughs> you go in a normal drop pod boom <clears throat> I yeah, we need so to right. stay on
1: top of the, the moral superiority of yes, losing yes. with shit armies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what we're all about. <laughs> but, uh, main topic, ma- the, first, the main segment of this show. Uh, the new Titan, Nemesis Titan, right? Or what is it called? Nemesis class or something. Yeah. It's a new class. It's like in between Reaver and Warlord in size.
1: Right? Yeah. It's like a a support Titan.
0: Yeah, it's got like this. It's got reaver arms, I think. So you just use reaver weapons. But then on the main. uh, Yeah, on the top of it, it's got the platform for super big. Yeah, the carapace got a big fucking mortar cannon or something. I don't know. It's a huge
1: cannon. Yeah. It's ridiculously oversized. (laughs) It's like. It's like, okay, or something. we saw it like last week when we released it. And mm-hmm. as soon as you look at it, <clears throat> at least I went like, like what? Like, it, it, what is this? Like, how, how, how does this even work? Like, usually <laughs> when you see a Titan, you go like, fuck yeah, God engine, massive, yeah. it's a big killing machine. Uh, but like, the, at first glance, it just it doesn't look right. Like, something is wrong. And it's just, everything is wrong with it. Like you look at it and you go like, (laughs) those legs are too small for that torso. And those arms are too small for that torso. That head is too big for that torso. And that cannon is just too big for the entire thing. Okay, yeah.
0: But But, but, uh, but, uh, did you see it live also at Warhammer
1: World? Yeah, So
0: Because I mean, sometimes a, a camera, it can be hard to like feel how it actually looks. Yeah, uh, but was it worse or like how was it when you saw
1: it then? Even worse. <laughs> uh, like, uh, like because when uh, uh, I don't even know where to begin with this fucking thing. So like, <laughs> okay, first of all, like the the overall appearance that it doesn't look right. So yeah. if you say to someone uh, like, "Yeah, the cannon is too big," and then they go look. Yeah, well, it's 40k, bro. It's supposed to be like ridiculously overkill. <laughs> like, yeah, but there is like a fucking limit. Cause, like, when you think of Titans in the first place, like, yeah. when you think of the uh, practical application of a Titan, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, there's no real need to have like big weapons on a bipedal machine. Like, yeah. I, I bet it's way more efficient to just have lots of tanks. Or like ordinatus platforms, or you shoot stuff from space. But it's like, yeah, Titans are cool. That that's yeah. the thing. Like Titans have <laughs> sex appeal; they're fucking awesome. Like you look at it and you go, like, holy fuck, that's amazing. And when you look at a Warlord, you go, like, fuck, yeah, that's so awesome. But when you look at this thing, it's yeah. like, it's big, but it's not fucking sexy. <laughs> uh, and like that cannon is way too big. Like, okay, you can have oversized things, but this is just, like, above the edge and a bit more. Because when you look at it and you think, like, when that thing fires, it's going to make the entire thing fall back. Just fall backwards. (laughs) Just too clumsy to fire that gun.
0: One one use only. Yeah. (laughs) uh,
1: So, like, it's got to do some serious fucking squatting and leaning (laughs) forward to maybe fire that gun. But still... Still, like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you studied a tiny bit of engineering, you will understand that like that. The force coming out of that gun will fucking knock it over. Because like the higher up you put that thing, the, the the more force is gonna tip it over.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um... So
1: uh, it really doesn't make sense. So it's like it's got to squat, and then it's got to have like this huge supportive pillar coming out of his ass or something. For like going down to the ground and supporting it, so it can fire this massive cannon. And it's like yeah. n- it's not like it's just firing once as well, because it's like a rapid fire volcano mega cannon or something. So it's yeah, has got that's like,
0: true. A re- it's like a it, like a revolver. Yeah, it's got a revolver
1: something. mag in the back, which is kind of cool. I kind of like that. Yes, but like it, it's, but it's, fucking ridiculous. So it's supposed to fire like six shots in rapid rapid fire, and then apparently it's got some arms in the back to reload it. I didn't really yeah. see those arms. Like someone told me that it's got arms in the back to reload it. Didn't see okay. that. Uh, <laughs> but but it's ridiculous. So there's like two little dudes on it. Maybe they reload it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's also the thing. Like, why are there two guys just with binoculars on the top? Like oh, walking you know, around nice there, hanging out, just like when the Titan is stomping out, like the they gotta be ba- barely be able to walk. Like imagine the the tremors.
0: On the yeah. top of that
1: thing while I was walking. But it is like uh, a nice terrace up there. And why do they have just guys on the top? Like, why can't that be handled from the inside of this very sheltered Titan? Why is there just a guy in a servitor with binoculars? And like, what, what is their purpose up there? They, they have like the most advanced auspices in the Titan. This is the whole point of the head of the Titan. It's just not, not just there to look cool. Like, those eyes oh. are, like, big fucking sensors. But I'm thinking it's more of, like, an Imperial
0: tourist or something. Because it has got one of those binoculars, you know, pay, pay. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So you put, put a quarter look at in the view. Look at the Eiffel Tower before we blow it up. Yeah. But it's like, why are they looking through there? And, like, how do they communicate with the guy down there? And, like, why? There's so you knock,
0: knock on the head of the Titan. Hey! Hey, yeah. Johnny! Hey! <laughs>
1: And then, like, uh, you don't really see it in the pictures, but like when I saw it in real life, uh, when you look at it from top, like the the walkway up there is really big, like really yeah. wide. So you could definitely fit like thirty tourists up there, st- standing oh. on this this balcony. Well, that's cool. yeah. <laughs> just, why, why, why have you built this freaking balcony? And big stairs. You could have like like, Skitari units up there or something. This is ridiculous. They have like these anti-air guns that can't shoot forward. So they don't really have a 360 degrees arc of defense. They're shooting upwards. (laughs) The the aircraft are upwards though. Yeah, but they can't aim forward as well.
0: Why would you shoot forward? You have a giant revolver to shoot forward. Yeah, to protect it from. But isn't like the terrace like a a hint for a, a imperator titan because they are like always viewed with that like they have big terraces and. They, I always imagine like, them with tons of, stuff. yeah, I always imagine them with like tons of skitaria units running around like covering and then maybe assault marines jump, uh boarding it or something cool like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like I, I, I don't, I don't hate it that much, but I'm not an engineer, so maybe I mean I. <laughs> I see some of your points. Like when I saw it, I thought, "Oh shit, I, that's a big head." Uh, uh-huh. I, I thought the head was a bit big. I, I haven't like, yeah, I understand. I don't know. I, I like, kind of like the idea of like a support, and, and the the terrace and all that. But okay, sure, maybe the gun is a bit too big. Uh, yeah. a bit, a bit, like fifty percent. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe it should have uh, mm. been of warlord
1: legs or something like that. Um, and <clears throat> they should have fucking put it, yeah, put a bigger feet on it, make it like look really sturdy. It's supposed to be like a, an artillery platform.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you <clears throat> know, uh, isn't that for the Tau? They have some, you know, I don't know, storm surge or whatever. They're like big battle suits with huge guns as well. <laughs> yeah. But I think they, they got, modeled they got... the legs.
1: Yeah, the, the leg- that that looks sturdier, but also they're like rail guns, so they don't have the recoil of a like a TNT-driven fucking <laughs> piano <laughs> shell. These fire energy; they make maybe, sense. <laughs> even this fucking 40 it game yeah. makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, but like they get—I think they have pistons and stuff from the legs, also like oh, making yeah. the legs look bigger. But uh, maybe, maybe it fires one shot back and one shot forward at the same time. That's the <laughs> the force equals
1: adds. that and that's that's the whole fucking point about like the, the reverse Well, it's got like rockets on top because they're recoilless. That's the whole fucking point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you just fire away the rocket and then like it slides on top, so you don't have any force going through the Titan. Yeah. The, the, uh, and next step of the ridiculousness of this Titan, <clears throat> the strategic Implic- like not imp- uh, impli- the uh, strategic like implication, no, the uh, the, 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 the way, use you, of it yeah, the tactic, attack- yeah. strategic use of this Titan. So, yeah. you have dedicated an entire Titan to bear this artillery piece. Mm-hmm. So, like, to get this Titan down on the planet, you need one of those fucking pyramid ships, right? Yeah, uh, which is <laughs> like. I assume that they have pretty few of those, and it's big effort to put down a Titan. So now you put down a freaking Titan uh, that is just a mobile artillery piece, and then I don't know how much ammo it carries. I don't even see any reload arms. But once it fires this ammo, how do they reload that fucker? Like, does it have to walk over to like a factory, like for Titans, so they can like lift up those shells and load it again? 'Cause like oh, most of the other titans are loaded like with energy based weapons, but <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And also like dedicate an entire Titan just to have like an artillery piece. I bet they could just fit that weapon on an Ardenatus, and then they could have uh, yeah. like spend the resources on having three of those weapons on an Ardenatus platform, and it'll be way more efficient. Sounds more mechanicum. Uh... Yes. Ridiculous. <laughs> Why yeah. have an artillery titan? Doesn't make any sense.
0: Maybe they will release another titan that has like a bag and a little <laughs> like arms. Yeah. And a loading back. titan. Yeah. yeah. It'll go around and, and, oh, you run out of
1: ammo. And then the next step in why this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, releasing this in 28mm. millimeters. is the fucking point? Like, why have an artillery titan in a game where you put stuff like 24 inches apart from each other. Sure in apocalypse games you put stuff like 48 inches apart from each other. But why <laughs> have a, a dedicated tight end that has a gun with a range of 480 inches? <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> and you know what the like worst part about this fucking gun is? It doesn't no? not that it fucking looks ridiculous, it's got a uh, could have just been unlimited range because like yeah. people are like why does an earth shaker have 20 240 inches no one's gonna use that ever and no one has yeah. to ever use that I bet <laughs> and also this <laughs> cannon has got ap3 on that big fucking volcano gun what so it's, it's not even that good no <laughs> <laughs> it's just well, why is it like strength the strength 10, like or? strength D in the middle and then Strength eight, I think, um, and then strength seven or something. It like it reduces yeah. in strength, but it's just like the most useless piece of resin that has ever come out of Forge
0: <laughs> Damn, this is, uh, such harsh words. <laughs> My God, <laughs> poor, poor Titan. <laughs> okay, come on. like
1: if you would. Like, you made like, a good Titan. Point. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, no, I, I mean, I don't if know, I would ever. Yeah, but, if I would
0: ever afford to buy a titan,
1: I it wouldn't be this one. That's true. Yeah, because you can either buy a re, way cheaper and yeah. as useful as this one. Yeah. <laughs> or you could buy this one, or you could pay a little bit more for Warlord. Yeah, like, that's true. But if you have
0: a, a titan, Legio, then maybe you, oh, I want to have yeah, it.
1: If, if you're like a completionist. Yeah. And then you buy this Titan, and then you will remi- immediately regret your decision.
0: I want it all. Because <laughs> <So like>, I... <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you could just get another Reaver and be happier with your life.
0: One of the things I thought when I first saw it on like the World Community News was like, oh, cool, another type of Titan for Titanicus. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even consider that it could be 28 mil. And then I, I, because that would make sense, right? You would see more new variants in in Titanicus, and yeah. there, you know, the scale is good enough that you could. Oh yeah, maybe a uh, some kind of uh, yeah artillery Titan would be kind of cool to hang back.
1: Yeah, sort of. but then, yeah, it's then like, wow. yeah, then it would make more sense in the game. I still think it would be fucking ridiculous because he just looks fucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I I would never get one myself, and also you heard like me first. This whole thing like with with a uh, like a reaver with, uh, with that missile thing. That's supposed to be that's supposed to be like the artillery support. Like, why oh, did okay. I need this fucking huge volcano cannon? Just, I don't it's know. Something new and cool.
0: All the kids on the block have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Everyone's using it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's like Fort could have probably they will release it for Titanicus as well. Maybe this is a the guy They they can make it in 28 millimeter. So they will just show yeah. off all the details probably. And then they <laughs> will, I hope they will release it for Titanicus, but it's weird that they they didn't announce that they would release it straight away. Cause that's like yeah. sensible thing to do. Right. Yeah. They could have like the, the couple sort of released at the same time or something. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we're just analyzing things a loss as well, but it feels like Games Workshop and is doing like rookie mistakes in releasing shit like all the time. And every time they release something, people are like, Yeah, but but why? Just hire Nicholas and you'll triple the
0: profit. Triple 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 much money.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. The, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Let's let's leave it at that. I am a fan of, <laughs> New Feeders, pretty cool. I looked at it in person. I mean, it, yeah. it is ridiculous, but it is cool. Like, the,
0: oh no, the, don't don't start again. <laughs> the,
1: the entire setting is ridiculous. Like the, that Titan, like it really makes you think about like, yeah, everything is actually ridiculous in this game because you're like, this Titan is ridiculous, and then this uh, Carl who said like, yeah, but Titans are ridiculous in the first place. And I was like, yeah, I guess they are. I guess this entire setting is pretty ridiculous. (laughs) I guess it's ridiculous that I'm being so affected by this made up setting. What am I doing with my life? (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) So then you think like, "Okay, things can be a bit ridiculous in this game. Uh, I'll give him that. But like the other new stuff is really cool. So I'm really glad about those things. Yeah. Uh, And also, (laughs) it made me think about this Titan. I think I've changed my mind. I don't consider this Titan a model. I consider it a piece oh. of modern art because oh,
0: you can't the, understand it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but also the like the point of art is to provoke you, right? Provoke your feelings. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. And it has done that. So well done, Fortroll. It yeah. is a masterpiece of modern art. Yeah, but it's a I, shit model. The
0: most provoked I've been from a. Uh, Piece of modern art was a uh, an exhibition where the artist was standing naked uh, and she was uh, knitting a one piece suit made of her own uh, hair, <laughs> and she made it past the head, so you couldn't see her head. But she was she hadn't really covered up her tits yet, uh, and I was I was standing there for a long time with a glass of wine and some crackers, like, mm, <laughs> mm, this really provokes me. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm just going to stay here for a bit more
1: because uh, <laughs> to, to, uh, I just used to absorb all the, the culture.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the few times I went to a, an art exhibition for a <laughs> vanissage. Ven- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, uh, yes, uh, I, I haven't done any 30K hobby. <gasps> I'm sorry. I, oh but it, I'm, it's going to happen soon. I feel it. I feel like I've been doing some other stuff, and now I'm now I'm starting to feel the itch to go back to the Ultramins, which is good because I needed I needed a break after Malvo and painting in the bathroom and all that shit. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, I've done some painting actually because a, a friend from work, uh, a British guy who's a bit of a knob jockey, really, a bit, of a, <laughs> bit of a bit of a bit of a toaster, bit of a ball bag. Uh, he, uh, he he has uh, has invested in the new miniatures game, uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, I've seen that game. played at Darksphere, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, like, is it anywhere close to fantasy in the rules? Or is it completely different?
1: I don't know. Uh, the infantry moves in, moves in blocks. Uh, yeah, I've the, seen that. The, the guys... Hadn't painted their miniatures, so I didn't chat with them. Oh, they were, they were not worthy of my conversation. No, definitely not.
0: But that's the thing. Like, uh, So I, 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 was like, oh, can I paint like one of the Lannisters for you? Uh, and he wanted some help with picking, uh, like a color scheme and stuff. So uh, I got some of those uh, hal halberdiers that they had, and damn, they, I mean, they were really good looking. They have those cool uh, helmets. Sort of like a, I would say like a medieval German style. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but a cool, <laughs> a really cool helmet. And I thought like, oh man, these would look great as uh, dogs of war uh, for yeah. fantasy maybe or something like that. But, uh, but so like the quality uh, of the sculpts are really good, but they are first of all monopose, which is a bit mm. me, and yeah. two there are only two poses in each squad. Oh, that's so, pretty lame. So if it I don't know how many you have in a squad, say it's like five of five that are identical, hmm. four or five or something. So that's a bit of a shame. Um but
1: um, Yeah, how do you post them? Like uh, I don't know if I gotta, would gotta, cut uh, off the arms and glue them on. I don't know. because yeah, you gotta consciously think of like, oh yeah, put every other guy with one post? Or do you just make an entire squad of one post and another squad of another post? Oh, Weird. no, but I think it, at
0: least for the halberdiers, it makes sense because you would have one rank is like sort of the first rank is having them aimed a bit forward and the other one more upwards, sort of. All oh, right. So yeah. it makes like a, yeah, that makes sense. I
1: think they are. Yeah,
0: it doesn't look too bad for them. It's like they're marching, sort of. But I don't yeah, know.
1: yeah, halberdiers is fine. But like if you have swordsmen mm. and you have two poses, like how, how do you even do that? Yeah, uh, it looks. I don't know. It looks a bit boring. But. Uh...
0: But Swordsman, I think that's easy. I mean, then you could cut it off at the shoulders and just, like, pose them a bit up or a bit down, like shield, and since they're separate, the halberds would be awful, I think. Yeah. Also, they're so thin, I feel like, oh, I would just break them off. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, yeah, it was cool to to paint something else. Uh, some almost fantasy. Uh, and it's a, yeah, cool-looking range. It's going to be yeah. interesting to see what they do. Uh, in other news, I've been to my first uh, Julebord Christmas oh. uh, buffet. Nice. board like uh, yeah, last uh, weekend or something. Um, we went home to my family, and we went to a fancy hotel that was serving it, and it felt a bit early. It was like, what are we doing this? And for <laughs> people, I mean, we talked about this before. The, it's a buffet of all kinds of shit. Uh you mix like oh herring and salmon and sausage and meatballs and, you know.
1: There's a lot of dead animals on that table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like and, eight, eight different species, at least.
0: <laughs> at least. At least. And in several different types of uh, cooking, uh, <laughs> preferably. And, you know, I, I normally try to... The rest of the year, I, I tried to eat, uh, you know, healthy, I tried to eat vegetarian, but then this mix, it's like, oh, my stomach always like, oh, what the fuck are you doing, man? You know, <laughs> it's awkward, like, oh God, <clears throat> wow. You don't have, I mean, you could just take, you could make a meal, a normal meal out of it. You could just go like, I'll just have salmon, uh, potato and a sauce, and it would be a good meal, right? And I would feel better afterwards.
1: I get there, but we're Ten Swedish.
0: Ten seconds later, I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah, more herring!" On the, I'm gonna put herring <laughs> sauce, and I'm gonna mix that with the with the- a beetroot sauce here, and like, "Oh god!" Oh, god.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, uh, who did you go with? Like work or something?
0: No, uh, wife and family. Oh yeah,
1: alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I went last year. Uh, I probably won't go to any this year until I go back to Christmas with my family but oh, I last year with, with my work we're mm-hmm. uh, at this like, fancy hotel in the yeah. middle of the town uh, and I ate so much I took like <laughs> five plates it's just Oh just I think I took three
0: I plates that that's <laughs> was enough
1: for me <laughs> anyway, uh, and it was like a, do, do you follow the rules of eating
0: yeah, well yeah no, I'm, I'm I'm old enough now that I take the cold first and then the warm at least
1: yeah, sort of. so yeah, like first you first take like potato and different kinds of fish, like mm. three different kinds of herring, pickled in different mm. ways, at least yeah. three. At uh, least three, <laughs> like the mustard herring, the regular. Herring. Oh, someone has made some special herring, like, oh, I mixed it with this. And oh, um, yeah, apparently, it's a very Swedish thing, also to just have like tables where you can go and just take the food. Uh, for oh. yourself, like that, that you have the food in one place, and then everyone goes there and takes it. Uh, okay. In Poland, yeah. uh, when they have weddings, they usually have a thing called the Swedish table. So everyone gets served food, and then they have this table full of food where people can go afterwards and take more if they want.
0: <laughs> oh, that's
1: cool. Uh, uh, and yeah, Swedish food culture
0: yeah well, <laughs> a, but we i think out, it must be like all, an uh, old tradition yeah sorry
1: yeah, when we went out to eat on friday we went with uh, joseph this british guy and we went to this yeah. uh thai restaurant shop shop
0: <laughs> <laughs> yay which we're not sponsored by although
1: yeah. it is the best thai restaurant uh, it, or maybe it wasn't actually maybe it's chinese maybe i'm being racist now but calling it chocolate. no oh, it it's actually oh. called shop shop it's not a coincidence that so. both of the two Asian restaurants that I've been to recently are called shop shop. <laughs> so we went there and then we ordered food and then Joseph's like, Oh, should we also buy something to share uh, at the table?
0: And, share?
1: Yeah. Me and Jimmy looked at each other and then I told him like, S- uh, don't take offense now, but sweets do not share food. We <laughs> <laughs> like, get so what, annoyed when we get go to a restaurant and we buy food like it never crosses our mind that we should buy something for the table to share this is a, mm. a weird concept because then like when you get it there people are like oh this like you can't say it as well but everyone thinks like oh we need to divide this exactly equal so everyone gets yeah like, we need to share this into equal four equal parts mm. but who's gonna divide it and how do we how do we even do this so just to save ourselves from this, this agony, we don't order shares. So, tapas te- restaurants are not doing well in Sweden. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why would yeah. I share
0: my food? I order what I want. You can order whatever <laughs> you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm really looking forward to the Christmas tables when I get back. Yeah, oh, they're so good. Yeah, it was good because
0: usually it's like, oh, you have three. Three days in a row or something, and you're like, "Oh my!" But now this was so far in advance of Christmas that I, I haven't gotten tired, sick of it yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be good. We yeah we we have we started a tradition at uh, uh, at Christmas for lunch we have like spaghetti bolognese or something just to be like yes. what uh, uh, because in the evening of course we have a big Christmas buffet, but at daytime it's like no one meal. is just normal, and nothing, <laughs> nothing crazy. Uh, we used to have uh, lutfisk, fisk, but no one ate that. Anyway. Oh, oh, that's, that's vicious. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know the concept. That's like a fish that someone's been sitting at so long that it's like, it has it's no consistency. Yeah, <laughs> a fish without consistency. It doesn't yeah. taste anything, so you have to put a sauce on it, and that doesn't yeah. taste much either.
1: It's terrible. Yeah. We usually eat like a late We start the the Christmas table at late lunch, like two or three, I think. Ah, so you you just have like one lunch, dinner one, Yeah, one massive feast. (laughs) And then like lots and lots of snaps. And then people just nap for an hour or something before (laughs) Kalanka is on TV. Yeah. And then you have Santa Claus coming.
0: Ah, no more food after that? Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. Then we eat the gröt for dinner.
0: Ah, nice. Sweet.
1: It is, uh, the snuffs is the key because
0: it helps the stomach with all the, yeah. all the fatty good stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh,
0: so that's uh, the, the second of- main
1: segment Swedish yes. Christmas table.
0: Yes, exactly. No, we're going to we need to save that until our Christmas episode or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in the stuff that we've been up to, uh,
0: yeah?
1: after Christmas, I'm going to bring my Sons of Horrors here and I'm going to complete them. Since uh, mm. I only played them at uh, the Istvan event. Yeah. Uh, that was like the first time I used them. And, uh, but they were like tabletop. I kind of rushed them. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just going to bring them back from Sweden, touch them up with details, and then I'm going to spend a lot of time just weathering them and f- finishing their bases. So that's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Nice. And you talked mm-hmm. about adding some things, but are you waiting with that? It's
1: not like super high priority uh yeah i got a master signal that i'm doing and yeah. uh gonna probably have to oh, make the, like, a new character guy. yeah yeah the banner guy as well yeah uh, and then i'm probably gonna have to make like a new hq choice i don't know we'll see but yeah i'll add small bits but mostly i'm gonna just weather those up and then mm-hmm. uh, me and brendan uh, okay. from the sense of heresy podcast Uh, Are planning on uh, hosting an event next year as well. Oh, yeah, at this this dark sphere store.
0: Oh, nice. A heresy event.
1: Yeah, so we're gonna do like a centurion city fight event.
0: Okay. Whoa. Whoa. And they they had a lot
1: of cool terrain there, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. They got lots of ruins. Yeah. City ruins, lots of 40k terrain. So stuff that we can use. That yeah. awesome. Oh,
0: that's awesome. nice. So, something to look forward to. Something yeah. we'll hear more about.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome.
0: Anything else you want to add before we take this little musical break?
1: Mm, not really. No. Let's go for You're... a break.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: Enjoy this, out.
0: this wonderful uh, little medley that I made. Uh, and then we'll be back and talk about the Horus Heresy timeline. Music Wonderful. Uh, So, how is this going to work? I had this idea that it would be cool to go through the timeline of the Horus Heresy. And I've based this entirely on the picture that the Fortra guys keep showing at their uh, events. Do you know the Mm, one I'm talking about? With the different blocks blocks and different colors and stuff?
1: Yeah yeah it's like a so, like a schedule at school
0: yeah exactly- oh yeah exactly that's
1: <laughs> oh there's at, uh, twelve o'clock you got uh, the class and then uh, yeah at one you got uh uh Pharos science <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and if you're
0: yeah, uh iron hands you have a if you're an iron hands player you basically have gap hour all off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're out <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how it works uh <laughs> so i thought we would just uh talk about the different events uh a lot of them there were like names that I, I i had to do a lot of research before I'm like what the fuck is this about i i don't know what this is about i i think i figured out most of it sort of um but i think this is also a cool uh, like a, a good way of theming uh, when you're playing, either just playing a game or if you're having a campaign or something or an event and yep. you want to have a theme. So this could be a good guideline. So it's like oh, I want to run Istvan is- 3 Okay, this is sort of what it's about and these are the armies that you could play with because that, I mean, if you want to have it historically correct you should have some restrictions then as well Yeah uh, who, who was there, sort of? Uh, so, should we then do it in the order, in the time order, perhaps? Like, in the order of the heresy? Yeah. This, it's basically, it basically takes turn. It's 11 years, uh, according to this table, uh, that the heresy is underway. And it all starts with Davin. And Davin isn't really... There's not much to say other than that's where, the, where Horus is wounded, right? Or he's been yeah.
1: wounded already. Where things are set in motion, yes, that will result in other fucking chaos. Yes, it's more of like a, a prologue
0: than yeah. the actual heresy.
1: The 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 shot in Sarajevo.
0: Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> but when the fighting starts,
0: uh, sort of, yeah, the first, the first, um, the beginning of the the battles of the Horse Heresy, that uh is. Well, they they divided here into four big parts that happen at approximately the same time. We have, of course, Istvan Three, the destruction of Prospero, the civil war on Mars, and the Battle of Cygnus Prime. So let's start with Istvan Three. That must be the most iconic. That's like that's where shit starts for real. Yeah. Uh, yeah even yeah. though we, we don't really know exactly time wise. Is you know, is Cygnus Prime happening at the same time? a few months before after, I don't, it doesn't really matter here, but Istvan 3, Istvan 3. So, who is fighting at Istvan 3, Niklas? <clears throat> this is like a school uh, uh, test.
1: <laughs> uh, Emperor Children, Death Guard, World Leaders, Sons of Horus and Emperor Children. Yeah, yeah. Or did I say so, Emperor's Children twice now? I, I,
0: I think you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but you, you get full point, full score anyway. Uh, and and we have actually been to Istmentry 3 event, Yeah, yeah, it really was
1: fucking awesome. And hosted Gotham by, man,
0: yeah, my Manfred.
1: Yeah, uh, it was it was uh, really nice with all those Legion because it feels like everyone has got pretty crappy units, but it's all right since everyone is crappy.
0: Yeah, that's true because they were all in the the first books, and they some might feel that they that if there's if there's been any power creep, perhaps they're not as good as. Newer legions and they should be more, I don't know, balanced or something. But they feel very icon- iconic. That's such a like they are they are so distinct. All four legions and yeah. uh, I don't know, it was a really cool thing. And also one of the few times where you have where you might fight your own legion. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't really
1: cool. happen much uh, for the rest yeah. of the heresy. It was really cool. It was a centurion event as well. Just like yeah? just lots of marines running around. That was, was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you would theme it, you would, you could have a you could have allow one side to have a few tanks because the the traders, I guess, brought down tanks and stuff later. But yeah. uh, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think Manfred did did a good job. And also, when you have when you I want to have a themed event, and it, of course, it might feel bad that you're like, well, I'm sorry, but only these legions are allowed to play. But I think in this hobby people are okay with it, or they have a lot of armies so they can't play anyway <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean as long as there are people that have those armies that can and want to play that event I, yeah I don't really see the, the issue then you can then you can make it
0: and there are of course uh, rules for this in uh, the first black book as well first yeah first book and then is second and third both of them Eastern 5
1: I think I think so yeah but um
0: uh yeah iconic and and cool, and you can do it. Would you allow any it's it's sort of about that internal struggle, so I'm not sure if I would even think about bringing some imperial army or something. It feels like it's a legionary business. Yeah. Legionaries taking care of legionary stuff um yeah I mean there were of course a population on the planet with these that were sort of corrupted by chaos or something, those crazy guys singing um. And if you want to, you you could have them in the start of the event, maybe, that you're actually fighting them first, and
1: then it's the whole betrayal thing. And yeah, the, the way Manfred did it was really good.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. Um,
1: and also, was, like, yeah, you had Mechanicum as well, but then he had this rule with Ash Storm that so you have to take an initiative check to shoot a stuff that was outside of, I don't know, 18 or 24 inches or something.
0: Uh, yeah, because of the the virus bombs and the, the fires that followed.
1: Yeah. And that was a really good, good rule for uh, centurion. So you don't have to ranged firepower shooting all the infantry away. Yeah. Made you like, you had to get up close and personal.
0: And that's a good idea to make it feel more like, Oh, why are we, well, what makes this event about this? Like you have to make people get immersed. Well, what happened on this planet? How is the, how is it looking like? I don't know. Um, so at the same time we have the destruction of Prospero, the where yeah. the space wolves and uh, talents of the emperor are sent to censor Magnus the Red and the Thousand Suns. Yeah. Also, would be really cool as a separate event. I think w- with the yeah. idea that a lo- there's been a lot of. Like th- that's these are the armies that I felt like oh they are the most uh, OP compared to the other armies blah, blah 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 but I think they might actually be b- well balanced to fight against each other maybe yeah, that's I, the intention I don't
1: know, really know if this would be so good for an event uh, <laughs> I think would, only a few be, players I think those would just be great to have like if if you have a friend and mm-hmm. like one of you plays Thousand Suns and another plays Space Wolf that would be the best, and then you two would just play a, a, like a campaign against each other. Yeah, like that's you, true. You just play games, and then you plan them out according to the campaign, and you just tell the yeah. story like that. But like yeah. having it as an event with a bunch of people, I don't really know like what you get out of that compared uh, to be, going to another event.
0: If they're all super immersed in the, I mean, if you if you're if you're if you're playing Towns of the Emperor. Sons of Horus or A Thousand Sons, I think you will be hyped fighting a Prospero type of battle. Even yeah. if, regardless of the scale. But yeah, I agree. It might be hard. This is one of the more limited ones
1: yeah. because it's so a few like armies to choose from. It's Like you have four different legions. Yeah. But then like all of those legions can also be traitor and loyalist. Yeah, that's true. So, so you get a lot more options you're switching people around. Yeah. Whereas this is sort of Two
0: armies on each side, sort of, it, it, because you could allow. I would allow oh, solar auxilia, maybe militia, to be the the Prospero Spire Guard.
1: Yeah, uh, I think yeah, that would have, be cool. It's also the thing like, oh yeah, one thousand Sonic players, and then we have like three solar auxilia. Yeah, that <laughs> wouldn't. No, you would not dilute the theme a bit. Then maybe you have like three custodes player and one spaceful or something. Yeah. No, you would. That's true that is a problem. You would have to set
0: some but if if you could get the right people involved and they would all be into it, I think you could manage somehow I don't know yeah, um, yeah. and you would have some cool uh, city fights with this uh, pristine white marble yeah. that you're fighting yeah, over
1: really cool. yeah, yeah I think like as long as you have players that play festivals and thousands Suns, you can make up some really cool teams, but yeah. I, I think it's harder to find those specific armies to do stuff with compared to this one yeah yeah but yeah yeah yeah, it's a really really cool theme and you could build like some really easy terrain as well like building a pyramid isn't that hard yeah yeah and just making some cool terrain just Mm. weather it a bit and it'll look really cool
0: yeah i think it would be you could have some um rules that you're like the first turn and the space wolves are dropping in or something like there's a pot of salt sort of
1: Yeah, Yeah, you could make a like a really cool narrative advancing campaign. Yeah,
0: yeah, Uh,
1: and you would, and you could even the the
0: like the ending would of course be Magnus Red versus Liam and Russ on one big table or something. (laughs) That would be cool. Uh, Yet another thing that starts very early is the Civil War on Mars. Yeah. Something that we, I don't think, I mean, they're really Mechanicum think about it that much. No, no, I mean, Mechanicum uh, is probably well, like, it's well played it's well represented. Uh, a lot of people play Mechanicum. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a pretty good spread of traitor and loyalist Mechanicum players out there as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, not it sure. Just feels, it feels uh, weird that like Mars succeeded or like turned traitor so early. And then yeah. you're sitting there like, oh yeah, Mars is turned. And then you sit and wait for Horus and like fortify the solar system, but like yeah. Mars is on Horus' Should side. Like why Mars? Yeah. yeah. Why don't these at least shoot Mars with something? Like just try and destroy their facilities. Strange.
0: Maybe because that would make the loyalist Mechanicum super angry. It's it's too holy for them. I think. Yeah. So it, I agree it's a yeah, bit maybe. weird, but it's, it feels like they always talk about it. Like, oh, no, let's just blockade it and deal with it later. But I agree. It's like, well, it's
1: really close to Terra. <laughs> yeah.
0: not a good yeah. thing to have.
1: Could it yeah. also be a really cool theme to play. You can mm-hmm. even throw in like an Imperial Fist player if you want.
0: Yeah, yeah. And oh. um, uh, what are they called? The uh, Knight's Errant. Yeah. They do a lot of business there would be really cool to have a big battle between uh, Traitor and Loyalist Mechanicum, uh, and then you have some little agents of uh, different kind, like, oh, I'm sending this... uh, Malkador sent this uh, knight's errand, and he needs to collect this super vital USB uh, (laughs) or something with the STC for uh, the Bolter or whatever, you know. Uh, And and he has to run on the battlefield and try to survive this crazy battle. Because I, I think, like, the... The stories I've read about the Civil War on Mars, I think, are really good. There are some of the better ones, and it's so cool with all these archaic and like the the structures on Mars and how it works and like the uh, hierarchies. And you know, I'm I am a you know fabricator
1: general, or and I'm or yeah. I'm owning. The, I
0: own this power plant basically. This is mine. Yeah. I
1: have tons of employees. So. It would be a really cool theme, especially if you have like matching mats with like red oh, sand. all, it would look all really cool.
0: red sand. Yeah. And there are a lot of mats
1: that have that theme, so I think that could be wow. Yeah,
0: imagine an entire.
1: Yeah, it would be ooh. really cool as well. These tie like Mechanicum and Mechanicum smash each other. Yeah, I it would also be kind of balanced because a lot of people when they face Mechanicum, because
0: maybe they tailor the, their list against uh, Legion, finding another Legion, and then there's a lot of like, yeah. oh shit, I don't know what to do against this high toughness stuff. Um. But uh, yeah, I. I would I would like to see that happen.
1: Mm, yeah. But it's but, a bit strange. Uh, there like are no of, rules these, yet, right? Uh, all of these like early the say early war mm-hmm. stuff. Because uh, I, I used to play I think it's pretty fun. I used to play Flames of War, which is uh, divided into early war, mid war, and late war. Oh and yeah. I think you can pretty much divide the horse hairs into that as well. And like early yeah. war, you have only like these specific engagements. So you have like uh, Prospero, Istvan, and Mars, which are like yeah, these guys fighter and stuff happens. And like you have to have these forces. Well, mid-war is just all over the place. Like you have
0: Yeah, and it's not as compelling anymore, I feel. Or what do you feel? Well what do you mean? (laughs) No, for me it's like the iconic battles are at the start, and then it's like, well. Yeah, we can play about these guys who are fighting over this place that no one cares about,
1: blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or... yeah.
0: And then that in the end, like... it, it goes together again at Terra, of course.
1: But Yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know, did we finish Mars? Uh, yeah, I think Mars I was just going to
0: say that uh, it's a bit... There are no special missions or st- uh, stuff for that yet, I think, in the yeah. books. Uh, do you think there will be when they do like the solar campaign sort of thing? solar system, that there will be some Mars specific... It
1: would I be know. kind of
0: strange if they don't do it, either, but I don't,
1: know. I don't know. It feels like it would be a bit of a waste of time that we had to wait for other books. Yeah, that's true.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. If, if, they, if they're going to talk about the Siege of Terra, maybe it feels a bit out of place to be like, oh, by the way, this has happened for the entire heresy at Mars at the same time, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to go into the the fourth one here, or do you? Did you have something?
1: No. To let's have? go into the fourth one. Istvan one <laughs> Five, right?
0: No. Before that, oh. uh, the Battle of Cygnus Prime. Oh yeah. Blood angels getting smushed by demons. Yeah. Uh, which will be out in the next book. So it's one of the first things that happened, but we still don't have a back book about it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Uh, bringing
0: in demons. Also, maybe hard to make an event because it's basically two sides. It's Blood
1: Angels and it's Demons. And there's yeah. not much more. It's like, if you would have like, like this one is, yeah, that's a good event. Uh, Prospero, <laughs> like two players have a narrative campaign. Feels like Cygnus yeah. Prime would be perfect for like three Blood Angels players versus three Demon players just have an apocalypse. It's just mass combat. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. Angels versus Demons. Yeah. Damn, that would be cool. But uh, any bigger than that would be hard. Even a campaign would
1: be hard because it's more like... yeah, It's more, it's like, more like, like a big battle. yeah, <laughs> One exactly. long battle. So um, I think an Apocalypse battle would be really cool. Just tons yeah. of Marine and Vedry versus Demons.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Uh, and then we move over to Istvan 5, which I think yeah. is one of the best to run a campaign sort of thing on. Because you have... Like, a lot of people could be involved. A lot of Legions. Yeah. Uh, because all the four from Istvan 3 are there. And now you got also... Yeah, let's go through it. We have uh, Iron Hands. We have Salamanders, Raven Guard. And then the Reinforcements. Iron Warriors, <laughs> Word Bearers, Night
1: Lords, and Alpha Legion. And if yeah. you're not playing
0: any of those Legions... Well... <laughs>
1: yeah. So if you're playing would, White Scars yeah. or... Thousand Suns, Space Wolves, Blood Angels, or Ultramanes, Dark Angels, Imperial Fists, get the (laughs) fuck.
0: But you probably
1: have one of these legions
0: also then. I would say (laughs) a Uh, lot of it. At at this point, I mean, this is still a legionary sort of business, right? I'm not sure about Imperial Army. I'm not sure about Mechanicum even. Would you allow that at, at this event?
1: Uh, yes. There were actually a lot of mortals as well. There were to Iron Hands, at least. Uh, okay. And, uh, but I mean, the thing is like, yeah, they were, but if you want to keep it like uh, iconic as it is, yeah. then you should have the Marines because they are like the poster boys. Yeah. So you could have humans, but you should have Marines, I would say. Maybe only as allies?
0: Yeah, you can maybe. take humans and mech, but then only as allies and not the primary detachment. Yeah, that could be that thing. would limit the extent. <laughs> uh, and you need to have black sand on all the tables. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the uh, thing about this thing is like it's hard to make it uh, like make an event or whatever because uh, the loyalists are supposed to be outnumbered and lose. Yeah. So I think maybe an apocalypse, I was thinking about this, maybe an apocalypse battle will also be good, but I have like the objective for the loyalists, like the salamanders and raven guard just need to escape the table and the yeah, iron hands yeah. you just need to kill as many units as possible before they get killed.
0: And they get double points for any emperor unit they kill.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that would be really cool. Yeah,
0: I like that. I like that uh and also but you having, could play i mean in the in the start you could have normal battles you could have the, the three loyalists versus the four traders and just like standard battles because
1: then they were equally matched
0: yeah. uh, when yeah, the yeah, reinforcements yeah. arrive it's like another that yeah. harder to
1: but that's also the thing like how do you model that on the table so like first you have regular battles mm-hmm. and then you what do you bring on extra players to play knight lords and iron warriors <laughs> and what do they do and then it's yeah. like you play more regular battles and then you're like oh because uh hank won against fred uh yeah. oilist won <laughs>
0: like, okay yeah. doesn't really make sense doesn't make sense i'm not sure i'm not sure uh, i mean you could also have like the guys uh fighting skirmishes and nightlords hunting down Raven Guard, and you know, that kind of stuff that happens afterwards as well yeah in the that's in true. the aftermath so I'm not sure I'm not sure how to best solve it but
1: yeah because like you want to have all the legions present to get the feel because yeah. we only have like definitely oh yeah we're playing Istvan but we actually only have a, like a Death card player and a Emperor Children player mm. whatever so yeah but what happened to reinforcements? So, oh they're not here because we have to have an equal amount of players something like that so ah that, but, yeah, that would be weird so mm. that's why I think like an Apocalypse battle but like on a Weird table, say. Uh,
0: And uh, with unequal points on the beginning, you mean?
1: Yeah. But but then you just have, you set different objectives. It's not just like a kill point mission or something like that. Yeah.
0: And if it is uh, an apocalypse battle, I think you could make it so that uh, the reinforcements have to arrive on the second turn or something. They can't come earlier. Yeah. So you actually have a first turn where it might be sort of equal, where they're actually fighting over. Maybe the loyalists are actually have more points than the defenders, the defending traders at that time. And then with the reinforcements, they are outmanned, But
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to, like, if I was, you know, as an apocalypse battle, I would kind of like to do it, set up the table like we did with our narrative Summer talus. So you have, like, a hole in the middle and then use big tables around. Oh. Uh, oh, you mean, so- and the base is in the middle, sort of. Is that the idea? The, the base where the
0: yeah where the tra- the traders are dug in
1: right? uh, no 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 so like you have if you if, for those that don't know what i'm talking about like you have uh, like tables set up so you have like a hole in the middle so you, let's say you would have mm-hmm. one table lengthwise and then two tables uh, uh how do you say it? like flipped up so uh-huh. they're like running alongside it and then you have like a hole in the middle where you can stand and then you have yeah. another table lengthwise on top. Yeah. Uh, and then you have, like, the Iron Hand start at the top, already engaged with the Ember Children. And I was thinking, like, having Ferris Menace like, down to one wound. Oh, okay, now I think I understand. Now I understand. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Cause So and that you... he will just die. The the game pretty much yeah. starts with the killing blow of Ferris Manus. Okay. And then you have, like, the Raven Guard on one side of the hole. And then the Salamanders mm-hmm. on the other side of the hole, uh, like kind of pulling back from the Death Guard for the Salamanders. And uh, I don't know who, who did the uh, Raven Guard fight. Wordbearers? Uh, no, oh, they weren't there.
0: Were Wordbearers? Oh, were yeah, yeah.
1: They came, didn't they come as reinforcements so?
0: though? Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, you mean from the start? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I thought like it was
1: sort of a mixed uh, world leaders, maybe I don't know. Yeah. So like they're pulling back from those guys, and then you have like the reinforcements coming in from the other. The mm-hmm. opposite of that is closing mm-hmm. in, and then they they're trapped. They have to have to escape.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think this is besides the Siege of Terra. I'm willing to say this this is the most iconic battle. Yeah. Uh, and that would make the coolest themed event, probably,
1: yeah and people will get really engaged in it i think uh, yeah, get on it uh manfred
0: yeah <laughs> we're waiting for the
1: for the follow up uh, <laughs> yeah. so uh that kind of closes the earlier war, right
0: uh, yes uh sort of but at the same time as Istvan five you have the invasion of Paramark uh Paramar is basically Alpha Legion versus Iron Warriors, uh, and the Alpha Legion have also the Legio Furians, like the uh, the Titan Legio, uh, and Dark Cybernetica. Well, Dark Mechanicum and Knights, and the Iron Warriors have Legio Gryphonicus, so also Titans and Mechanicum. So loyalist right. Iron Warriors. Uh, also, a smaller event. I think it's not. They're trying to infiltrate. Isn't Paramar also an industry? They're producing important stuff there. I think. I have
1: very limited knowledge about this engagement.
0: It's in it's in one of the books. Uh, I think maybe I think that's when they introduced knights to Horus Heresy. All right. So, can't be book, book. Was it book four? Probably. I don't know. Um, yeah, like a little side. Uh, it could be cool if you play Alpha Gen or Iron Warriors, and if you want to get into that, uh, <laughs> that thing. Um, at the same time, you have the sundering of, let's see where is it, uh, Sao Arcade. The sundering of Sao Arcad. Uh, for all this, I had to go, what the fuck. <laughs> What's going on? Well, this is not Istvan, What are you talking about? That's basically the Forge World of the Thousand Suns. So I guess that's where they make those awesome Akea Castilex robots. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was... It's not much to say about it. It's like, yeah... Uh, <laughs> it got <laughs> fucked. It, no, but it, it was sort of isolated. Like, when when they they heard about, like, oh, fuck, Prospero has been destroyed. Oh, shit. Uh, so some of the like the on the Forge world some some decided to join Horus then okay well i guess we can do that some others were just like ah oh, let's just stay neutral and try to avoid this uh that's from what i read at least uh, so i think okay. they actually just went by kind of unnoticed uh so i'm not sure why uh,
1: noteworthy
0: yeah why <laughs> do they put that in the timeline i'm not sure if that pay a meanwhile <laughs> greg had tea <laughs> exactly uh then there's actually one uh, box which I couldn't even read and I couldn't find any information on it <laughs> because I printed, I printed a photograph and it's just not I, – I can't even see what it, what it says. Uh, so It's, it's fully... just
1: Greg having tea.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's Greg having tea. <laughs> it was not important. Uh, we move into the next year, the seven, year seven. Uh, well, it's not the seventh year, but it's M31. 0-0-0-0-0-7. Oh shit! Um, at this time, uh, the Battle of Fall happens. And yeah. You remember Fall, right? Yeah. Fall, Fall. It's the space battle between the Iron Warriors and Imperial Faith. Yep, I haven't read that actually, but I know what happened. I read a short story about it or something. Can't remember if it had its own, but it's uh, when. The Fists are like, oh, we're going to go in and take out Perturabo. We're going to kill him. They have this really cool
1: boarding action. Uh, yeah. But so this... He goes he goes and hides in his labyrinth or something.
0: Yeah, with all his robots and shit. God damn it. <laughs> Perturabo, <laughs> your favorite Legion. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. cool for uh, Battlefield Gothic, and some Mortalis games. But only uh, in, yeah. Yeah, Iron Warriors and Imperial Fists. Definitely. The bat- yeah, the Battle of the Cyclops Cluster. What the hell is that? That's, uh, <laughs> this is like uh, a number of worlds that are industrialized and in some of agri worlds. And um, it seems to have been sort of an alternative, not, not the, the classical like, strangers get there, it's a big fight, everyone's fighting, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's more of like a, a sneaky tactic because there is a ship called the Icon, a Sons of Horus ship that turns up. Uh, and it actually takes out some of the uh, defenses, like the the ships that are there, that are lo- loyal. And it takes out the astropath uh, choir sort of thing, or like the beacon or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they can't communicate with any worlds outside of this system. But then it just goes away because it can't, I think the world is too heavily defended with uh, mm-hmm. You know, orbit—not orbital defenses, maybe—but yeah, they can't really attack the world. But they—they they just do that, and then they start to seed fear. Like this ship will disappear sometimes. So it will you know, and the word has spread that oh shit, Horace has turned traitor, and what's going on? We can't hear anything. Is our neighbor tr- planet? Are they turning traitors? Yeah, I heard him say that. And, you know, so it's really cool. Uh, I'm not sure how it would work <laughs> if you're going to play games. I think it's more to illustrate that some. Uh, some places turned without having too much uh, of a big battle. I mean, the fear could take care of it. And I think they probably had agents, Alpha Legion probably had agents there or something as well. Uh, And uh, later in the campaign, the Death Guard come there and they just reap entire planets though. so (laughs) (laughs) uh, It also said that a few loyalist space marines were there. Maybe some survivors of Istvan and stuff made it there. So, yeah, not much to say. Uh, But here we come to some really big stuff again. We have the assault on Cal. This must be one of the bigger, most known battles, right? Yeah. And this is sort of interwoven with the Battle of Armatura. That's uh, one of the battles. And all of this is called the Shadow Crusade. Yeah. Where it's, Wordbearers and World Eaters are going crazy in the 500 worlds against the Ultramarines,
1: right? Yeah, that, that would be a really cool uh, event to play. It would, be, it would really fit an event because there are yeah. multiple battles. Yeah, a lot of that.
0: different worlds. Uh, I'm not sure... Uh, here you could definitely have... I mean, besides Ultramarines, you would have a lot of... It's both Solar Auxilia and uh, Militia Armies uh, for sure. yeah, uh, You could probably... I mean, there would be titans, there would be knights, there would be mechanicum, so all of that. But legion-wise, it's it would be ultramins and it would be word eaters and word bears. I'm not sure. I like word bears and word eaters, and you could probably get a lot of players. I'm not sure how yeah. many ultramins players there are out there.
1: Yeah, this is the thing. Like, since you only have those three legions and only the yeah. ultramins as the loyalist legion, bit limited. It but... feels like you could get like f- five players per side or something like that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Would kind of make it uh, cool if there are, if it feels like, well, there are more trader legionaries and the loyalist side have more just normal humans. Yeah. It kind of make, the, make it feel like a lot of worlds are not really protected by the Alchemy. They are, they have just their
1: militia or something. Uh,
0: so yeah, it's like,
1: that- a, it like more of a like, oh, we know these five guys that play this legion. Let's get something. Yeah. Play some games together more than like, oh, here's an event. Yeah. Come and join us. because We have like it, so, it's a very limited team. But it, it would is. be really cool to fight it out. So call me if you <laughs> wanna
0: have an Ultra Means player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you would of course have those three Primarchs are there as well. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how far like how long the Shadow Crusade lasts. It doesn't say too long in, in this uh timeline, but I mean Basically, because later, of course, blood angels and dark angels show up at the Imperium Secundus. Yeah, We we know about that. I'm not sure how many world eaters and word bearers are still there at that yeah. time.
1: I mean, I think they are still there for quite a while, because they, they have like the whole underground war.
0: Yeah, the underworld war on Cal
1: basically lost for the rest of the, the yeah, timeline. Cause, um. Yeah, because... Uh, you have like a bunch of world, uh, word bearers left. just hiding out that they have to yeah. clear out, like in yeah. Vietnam tunnel rats. Yeah, yeah. So
0: that would be cool if you have a shadow crusade. Uh, event, you could have some sort of tables that are uh, that yeah. are capable. even
1: even like kill team scenarios or something.
0: Oh yeah, that
1: be that would be perfect for that. Mm. Hmm.
0: But uh, also, yeah, iconic, right? Yeah. Uh, me- meanwhile, at the other edge of the galaxy, uh, you have the Thramas Crusade, yeah. which is the one between which ones who are fighting? Nicholas? Dark Angels know? and Night Lords. Yeah. And that's about it, though, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, they fight it's a like bunch they have this... of battles in space. Yeah, it's a huge sector, thing. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like. The Dark Angel and Night Lords fleet are just playing cat and mouse. Yeah, Trying not to engage. And then they do engage and the Dark Angels keep the shit out of Night Lords. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of them go to uh, Emperor and Secundus. Yeah, with, with Curse hiding out in the ship.
0: whackity do. doo You've
1: catched me, but you can't catch me. Oh, Shadow Man!
0: <laughs> uh, also, something for just two players, right? Yeah. If you're playing Dark Angels and you know Night Nightlord Sky, <laughs> you'll probably want to have a Grudge match sometime.
1: Uh, th- like the best thing would be with these two players playing like Badly Gothic. It would be a really cool Badly Gothic yeah. campaign.
0: Yeah, it would be. Damn. Uh... And you could play some some Mortalis or something in between, if you wanted yeah. to. Uh, but I've never, I have never i don't know, maybe it's because I'm not that big of a fan for either Nightwords or Dark Angels. So I've never been really, i never thought the Taramas Crusade is really that exciting. Maybe it's hard to write about it in an exciting way also, it's because it is a cat and mouse sort of concentration. Yeah. But it's going on. And at the same time, where are the wild Scars? Well, they're fighting orcs at Shonda. <laughs> Yeah. So the fucking war has been raging for two years now. And the the Khan has no idea. He's like, oh let's just kill these orcs and ride <laughs> bikes. And uh, laugh yeah. when you kill. Them. <laughs> 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 uh, it actually says Shondax and Abraxes, but I couldn't find any information on Abraxes.
1: I have no idea what that's. Galaxy and that like. my Abraxis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Galaxies and my Abraxes.
0: Peo peo, Peo. <laughs> guard uh it's uh well well yeah the the shantax at least is white scars versus orcs but there are alpha legionnaires there that are trying to make this conflict last longer so you could make something something like that happening i guess yeah Uh, next year we have the battle of molek this is something i think that could be used this is if if we're talking mid-war I think this is yeah. one of the cooler ones um because molek is of course where horus is going because he has to go to a ho- like it's like a holy place for him he has to go there and do something and he becomes even more chaotic after that and powerful
1: so yeah yeah some uh, really big battles there
0: like, yeah
1: so so insane when horus attacks and is like and he made an amphibious assault with like a company of a hundred land raiders coming out of the sea, and like, what the fuck? Oh, shit! just yeah. imagine like a hundred land raiders just going up and just letting out uh, terminators, and that's just like <laughs> it's oh, yeah, like the, fir- the first wave of the attack, D Day
0: 1000. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you have um. Mortarion landing on the other side of the planet, just letting out a huge wet fart, kill all the plants. <laughs>
0: Yeah, very, that's more witchy-poo part of this battle. But very, yeah, yeah. And then Fulgrim is there. I don't think the Emperor's Children are there. But Fulgrim, Demon Fulgrim is there, running around doing mm. shit. And so Sons of Horus, Death Guard, Demon Fulgrim. Then you have a lot of knights. This is about knight houses fighting each yeah. other. Yeah, Some knight cool houses, yeah, turning to Fulgrim. I need to read this again. I, I really like that book. Cool. Uh, and you have Titan Legions... And you have Mechanicum. And the that's on both sides, sort of, but the loyalists also have ultramarines and blood angels that are there. Yeah,
1: I yeah, the think like there are very few of them though, but they are yeah. there. Yeah. But you could
0: this could work as a mini event, I would say. Yeah. Uh you could probably attract enough people to make it uh, yeah, make it cool. Yeah. Uh yes. Uh, we have the Vanaheim campaign. Vanaheim, what's that?
1: Well, the Iron Warriors. Go uh, there to play ice hockey. Yes. The Vanaheim Ducks.
0: <laughs> Vanaheim Mighty. Mighty Ducks. They, uh, uh, if, you're, if you're starting to feel a certain theme here, Iron Warriors are here again. Hmm. I can give you a hint. If you want to play in a lot of events during the Horus Heresy, play Iron Warriors because they are mm. freaking everywhere. They're yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> I thought I was thinking like, oh, like a whore? Yeah, no, wait, like a whore. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess Alpha Legion. You could also be like, yeah, they are. They were probably everywhere, right? <laughs> if you want to
1: justify, it's neither confirmed nor denied. No, exactly.
0: Uh, In at the Iron Warriors come and they take over a bunch of highs. And the Space Wolves don't like that. So they show up and they're like, oh, we're going to do a counterattack and try to take back the hives. And it's super bloody, but the Space Wolves fail. Wah, wah, wah.
1: No good. Uh, so. Interesting Curiosa. Vanaheim, mm-hmm. there's a pattern of a basilisk produced by Fortwell, uh, which is really? not like the closed Armageddon, but they, they made another one which has like an altern- alternative gun shield which is like halfway closed. Which was the Vanaheim pattern, I think.
0: Oh. Such a nice little Oh that's that's cool. Well it seems very yeah. It's like we don't know much about this and yeah. I don't know. If you <laughs> if you're a
1: space wolf and you want to fight Iron Warrior, say that you're fighting there. I don't know. Uh like, like it feels like they're certainly not just letting the highlights what happened. Sometimes it's like, oh shit, but what happened here? Oh let's let's police. Uh Iron Wars. okay. Iron Wars everywhere. They they assaulted the place and then they fought. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, I don't really. I don't really understand. What is going on? Um, the death of Tradesima is another thing. I I I don't think I found any information about that. So, mm-hmm. it's just it died. Yeah. It. it yeah. <laughs> uh. Then we have the Siege of Masoa. Masoa, Masoa, Mazoa. Uh that's a forge world. That's another theme I found. A lot of these things circle around forge worlds. It's like, oh, that's an important forge world with lots of guns that was important for Horus to take over. Okay.
1: That's that
0: makes sense though. And guess who was at Masoa? The Iron Warriors. <laughs> no one expects the Iron Warriors. <clears throat> uh the Iron Warriors and Alpha Legion were there together with uh, uh, some just army and dark mechanicum. And they were trying to take the Forge World from the Loyalist Mechanicum. And the Salamanders show up with Cassian Dracos. Mm. Crazy Dreadnought guy. And some Imperial Fists. So they fight it out over the this Forge World. Uh, a cool thing about this is that the the guys who are leading for the traders, you have Narik Drager and Autolon Score. They are the ones who Forge World produced models for. Mm, cool. you remember the the first Delegatus and Pravian models that came yeah. out? Had They were these guys. Yeah. All right, so cool. that's kind of cool. You could, yeah, if you want a themed army about that. Uh, and Forge Worlds are easy to make some cool terrain for. Uh, yeah, fight! Yeah, with all the terrain against worship producers it now, it's really easy. Yeah, so I think also mechanical players can be happy because they have a lot of places to fight over, a lot yeah. of important forge worlds. Uh, the conquest of uh, Manachea, the and the Manachean Commonwealth was like a, a system of stars uh, that were very happy and they held together and were like, "Yay! You're such a nice place." Uh, And uh, what I read about that was like, it was harder to take over than the Cyclops Cluster. (laughs) Because and and the Cyclops Cluster was the one they took out communications, basically. But this is the place where they had to... They were like, we're not fooled that easily. We're (laughs) well-developed and stuff. So they had to go in and fight. Sons of Horus were there. And it was later known to be the first autonomous domain to fly the Eye of Horus banner. Uh, so it became a stronghold for the uh, traders later. Why? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Next year, defense of Agathon. Agathon. That's when the Solar Auxilia were introduced in Book Four. So Agathon was a place which, like uh, I guess, a number of worlds, and they have a, a b- big tradition of like bringing up elite Solar Auxilia brigades, sort of. Uh, and that are well-known in the galaxy. But it's the Horus Heresy going on. Who are we going to side with? And it's like, oh, I don't know. And different uh, leaders and different counts are like... like, Yes, sort of. But then... uh, Let's see. What's her name? Mm -hmm. Ereton Massad. Maybe it's he. I don't know. This Massad person uh, throws a bloody coup a coup and kills uh, the other counts and decides we're going to join the Emperor. So they stay loyal. Hmm. So if you want to have a Solar Ox on Solarox play at Agathon. <laughs> Agathon, Agathon.
1: Yeah. yeah, that seems like uh, if we're l- listing like how feasible different events are, like, oh yeah, we're hosting an Agathon event and you may only play Solar Auxilia.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Someone is gonna be super hyped about that, surely. Uh yeah, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of boxes in here that are like, why why is it even mentioned? Maybe it's important for the
1: black books that they are producing because these are the events that are mentioned in there. Yeah. yeah. And also used like they got it like a lot of stuff was going on. So I mean oh, yeah. you have there's to take like, some things. For, for every box that's there, there are like a thousand more things going on in the galaxy yeah. during the that's the horse heresy it's so yeah. just like to to fill out to make you feel like there's shit going on in the war because mm. if yeah, there was there, there were only the highlights like in the like the old books with the small tidbits of the horse heresy mm-hmm. then you'd be like what the fuck they haven't written more background maybe <laughs> yeah that's true that's true but it's a lot of these places that you feel like well hi
0: I don't feel anything about this place. I don't. <laughs> how would I get immersed or feel like I'm. Yeah.
1: But it gets like why. your thoughts going, like, oh shit. Yeah, that is feel? true.
0: And if you want to start a campaign over, like, you know, the Manichean Commonwealth could be a really cool <laughs> place to have a.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool
0: place for a campaign.
1: Uh, the, you know, it, yeah. it does give you like ideas for names or systems, like, oh, there were like. Semi autonomous systems that still had some culture. Yeah. With their old culture. Yeah. Well. That is that's true. Inspiration. Yeah. Um, the Xana
0: incursion.
1: Oh, this that's is a famous. Well
0: known, right? Yeah. Another Forge World. This one is a trader <laughs> Forge World uh, yeah. or a Turns trader. I don't know. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it, it has sided with the uh, forest, but some people come to kick their ass. The Dark Angels show up. Black Shields show up under the leadership of, of uh, Andred Har, who used to be a world leader but now he's leading like a thousand Black Shields and he's a super crazy dude who executes anyone who doesn't follow his orders. Yay! Let's follow him! <laughs> and for some reason they want to help loyalists here. Uh, the Shattered Legions are there. Assassins are there. So everyone wants the do- sun unfortunately is important. And uh, they of course had to try to fight the Mechanicum of the Forge World and House Malinax, which is the the ones with the scorpion, uh, right? The beige, beige house yeah. with the scorpion. And they fight and fight and uh, yeah. so this is you have a lot of different uh, factions could make a cool event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where yeah. you have
1: like the the name character from the Mechanicum, right? The the crab Scoria. Man. Scoria. Yeah. It's actually it said something like.
0: The aftermath of this battle was a reason that he actually broke free. Because he was supposed to be trapped, I think, right? And then, I guess, it wasn't... Even the traitor Mechanicum didn't want him to get out, I guess, so...
1: But he did. Crazy dude.
0: (laughs) Could be cool to have him at the event, and then it would be something in the middle of the fighting or something. Like, suddenly he would appear from a vault or something. (laughs) But you could have different vaults, and then... Yeah, it's a random, like, Oh, fuck, Scoria's here! (laughs) (laughs) This is super super crazy Um, yes sana next year not much is happening imperium secundus is declared way and the the battle of talarn begins yeah and guess who's there (laughs) iron warriors (laughs) it's basically iron warriors versus tanks is what i wrote
1: (laughs) yeah shitload of
0: the biggest imperial army battle probably
1: they nuked the planet. It used to be like a nice world and then they nuked ah. it, and that's why Talarn is now desert. Oh ah, nice. And that's
0: why the yeah, the Talarn desert Raiders or something came from yeah. there later. Uh, there are Titan Legions there, there are some space marines there as well. It's said. But yeah. so yeah. Uh, the cataclysm of iron is also happening. It's um sort of following Sana there's a lot of lesser forge worlds that join horus yeah. so oh well it's actually a big area where some forge join horus some don't and you have loyalist, uh you have mechanicum on mechanicum action again um and hopefully we'll see dark mechanicum getting more and more diversified with the next
1: books come yeah on. yeah it's going to be cool see what they get uh I we're getting close just hope they don't get like Digimon, uh, Demon Engines, like in 40k. Well, you don't
0: like the Decimator
1: or the uh Defiler. Defiler is nice. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's all right, mm-hmm. but like the the shit that came in like sixth edition, the the dragon and the oh okay, the beast yeah,
0: yeah thing. okay, no, I get it. They are no, that's too that's too Digimon. I agree, I agree, totally. <laughs> but imagine, I I wouldn't mind having like a proto. A, a defiler or yeah, something coming yeah, that'd be out. Cool. It's like a
1: cannon on legs. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ooh. Like the brass scorpion, sort of. Yeah. That kind of style is really cool.
1: Uh, I should have mentioned the, the solar
0: campaign, of course, going on at the same time as all of this. Uh, stuff is happening there. Imperial Fist the are fighting Legion. Alpha Legion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, and next year, scouring off. Uh, Gildan's Star. It's a small little thing. Like, like what's that about? It's basically a bunch of worlds that the Word Bearers have taken over and they are now super corrupt and dedicated to chaos. Then the Blood Angels show up and they go fucking scouring and purge all the heretics. Nice. So, yeah, the red Spanish Inquis-
1: red. Inquisition.
0: Def- a lot of red there. <laughs> cool little mm. note. We have the passage of the angel of death. This is something I didn't really go into. I think it's about Sanguineus going to Terra, but mm. I don't know more than that. And we're getting close to Terra. There are a few things left. Breaking of Anvilus. It's one of the things I didn't, couldn't find information on. The Wolf Call, though. That's the book I'm reading Wolf Spain. Mm. Uh, that's also known as the Trisolian Battle. And it's space wolves going crazy to try to kill Horus and the sons of Horus. Uh, and I didn't want to read into too much because I didn't want to be spoiled because I haven't finished the book yet. <laughs> but uh, so far in the book, it's also a lot of Mechanicum trying to choose a side at Trisolion. There's more than sons of Horus there. There are also word bears and uh, night lords and all kinds of traitors that are following us towards terra and they're waiting there repairing and stuff and the space will come and cause a lot of damage that's the wolf call yeah now we're one year before the siege of terra we're heading into the sea of fire titan death and the great slaughter of beta garmon
1: these oh, yeah. are huge it's like huge the, the, last staging point before terra
0: yeah and uh at least, Beta, Beta, Garman is the thing where um, Dorne is like, we have to like the legionaries are staying here at Terra, but we're sending out most of the army. We're sending the Titans away, and we're going to try to stop or not, well, slow them down there as as long as possible. I guess to make other uh, legionaries get to Terra for the final defense. Uh, it said something like he did, that Dorne didn't want to have the Titans at Terra because they would just fuck up Terra Beyond recognition <laughs> so he'd rather send them to fight the other Titans at
1: Beta Garbon, uh, yeah. instead. Well, makes sense they have to go with the Beta Garbon anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not sure uh,
0: if I had more on that <laughs> but yeah final staging point we're getting close to the end and it all yeah, ends that, at Terra.
1: Feels like uh, Garment is the end of mid war. Yeah, and or, the end war is just Terra. Or, or maybe, yeah, pretty much, or like the the beginning of late war, maybe. Because it feels yeah. like, yeah, uh, yeah, it was the beginning of late war. Because like mid war is like all, all over. these pretty non iconic battles. Yeah, like you just have like a huge amount of small battles, and there's like. Every event that you play that has, like, its own narrative is set in mid-war, pretty much. Because it's, like, after Istvan, everyone knows that. Like, no one takes Ferris because everyone says, yeah, Ferris is dead. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, you never say that it's after Istvan, but it's, like, kind of implied. Because this is the main heresy. Everything else is just, like, narrative stuff before and after the main battles. But now it's, like, that's when everyone is fighting. Exactly. Everything is set in this time period between Esztergom yeah, and, and Terra.
0: And you can make up stuff, and it all kind of fits anyway. It's like, well, yeah, you, any legion and any RB can go there because it, you know they're spread out all over. So you can make yeah. up, you can make it fit, sort of the, the narrative. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and it should be encouraged be, that you make up your own
1: story. Yeah, yeah, that's stories. also the thing about this period is very free to make up your own stuff. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, you still source. have this framework, but you can, it's very free to have like reasons why your force is doing something. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's like, it's not a late war because you can't have two crazy stuff. When people are like, oh, can I do this crazy conversion with Emperor's Children or paint them uh-huh. pink? And then people are like, yeah, ah. that's more like Siege of Terra. So huh. it's kind of that what we're playing right now is between this one and Terra. To this mid-war, yeah. pretty much. And that's the yeah. thing, like, I, I kind of want them to divide it, like, things work. Because when you say, oh yeah, we're playing this early-war thing, then I want people like, oh, okay, yeah, so we're playing, like, Istvan 3 or 5. Yeah. So we'll bring these legions, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then and maybe just everything between.
0: That could even be a way of balancing rules, also, that you would have... I mean, at Terra, you could have... There, there might be new rules, you might have... Stuff that are really
1: powerful, and you can be like, No, let's play early war because I don't want to have,
0: yeah, I yeah have that's, demons.
1: What I, that's what I really liked at the Manfred's event with this one and three. Yeah, nice, it is a good way of balancing, I think. Uh, yeah. but then
0: I guess we're hoping for Siege of Terra that they go really over the edge and you yeah. can have all sort of crazy things,
1: yeah, uh, and also like I'm really looking forward to the Siege of Terra with the black books coming because I think, yeah. It, I'm, I'm actually gonna buy this book when it comes out. Like as soon as it comes, used yeah. to to play the scenarios and like to yeah. have an army ready for it when it comes and play the scenarios. That I'm really looking forward to because I haven't done that so far.
0: No, I agree. I we've been really bad with the campaigns uh, and all the cool stuff in the back books. We, it would be cool to go through them and and actually play them. I, yeah. I would like to do it with some of the early war. I'm still like we, we've been doing Heresy for so long, but I still haven't i would like to play through an Ism 5 campaign i mean yeah. that i wouldn't mind i i don't mind jumping in the the timeline uh but um uh still looking forward to Terra, of course and the yeah. end uh, there are still some boxes with with x's in this table i'm not sure what they're gonna fill them with i mean they can make up all kinds of stories but it doesn't feel like, there,
1: there's nothing that I can think of, like, like oh, shit. What's the Forge happening? World, blah, 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 was attacked by the Iron Warriors. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Forge World, Carnadon, where the Primaris Marine project has been started <laughs> by the Emperor. And, uh, oh yeah, Primaris Marines were actually there during the Horse Heresy. They just weren't really, they were just in this sector, and... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's coming. Uh but I hope this was useful. I think it was kinda of fun to go through. I also learned a lot because a lot of these things I didn't know what the what the hell they were about. Um some I still don't know, and I apologize because I have no idea what they are talking about. Yeah.
1: We're gonna have to go through I'm I'm really hyped about because like we're getting there now, so it's gonna become mm-hmm. uh like a setting and it's gonna be really interesting to see the events. Uh, there will like be a lot of events. Focus on. Yeah, because yeah. like all the events so far that I've been to, except for the s 3 1, has been like mm-hmm. made up sectors or whatever. It's yeah. going to be really cool to see now uh, with Terra coming to have them set, like on a, on a set setting, so to say. Yeah. Uh, and just like different parts of the solar system. Uh, so I would really like to see like. uh a Luna event with Ooh, like yeah. just fighting on the moon and then just one fighting maybe on Saturn or whatever. And then yeah. just different parts of the yeah of Terra. Mm-hmm. And it would be really cool with a global campaign for this as well.
0: Oh, and have different planets and uh space stations and stuff. You have the yeah. so
1: someone should make a a cool hex grid of the solar system. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah I wanna have like a battle of like an, an entire event that's mm-hmm. just like the uh, Lionsgate starport. Oh, which one is that? It, the, the White Scars like, counterattack. This is like the the main starport that the traders get their supplies in. Oh, uh, right. That the, the White Scars counterattack against and take it back.
0: Oh, really? Cool. Yeah.
1: That,
0: that's there's something there, I didn't know about.
1: There are some... There's a little bit of fluff from uh, Terra. Uh, most of it is in like uh, the Divisions of Heresy book. I got okay. It's oh, a yeah. really nice book. If you haven't got it yet, you should really get it because it's like it's amazing. It's, it's, but that's that's the old school one with all the pictures, right? Yeah,
0: or it's just illustrations, most uh, more or less. There's a lot
1: of text in it as well.
0: Yeah, with- oh, yeah. I think, think I have might have it as a PDF. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I think I had a scan of that before, but the scan is really shitty. Like yeah. the book is really nice. Used to have like that nicely printed paper and just all the story because that, that's like that's the original heresy bubble it's just yeah, the entire it's, heresies in it a lot of things are taken from there to
0: the black books I, I feel like I mean they're
1: basically yeah. a lot um,
0: and a lot of models as well it's like oh I couldn't believe they would make this kind of uh, custodian
1: terminators and then you look in the book yeah, go, what just, the
0: fuck they were here all along or you know, something
1: contemptors <laughs> yeah yeah, from that originally uh, like the, yeah. the old Lance Peterson in there as well yeah it's a really nice book. Sweet stuff,
0: yeah, and the Siege of Terror, We don't need to talk about too much now. I think we that deserves its own in the future. Uh, its own, uh, yeah, topic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but episode. of course,
0: it, it it could be a problem running an event there if you like, as we've been running events now because you would
1: have to limit some people going, right? Wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so, so like but it's like so far ahead, like the books won't be out until like two years at least. Yeah, that's true. So like be warned people that you won't be able to play your Iron Hand at Terra. Yeah. So But you, you can bring your Iron Warriors. About, <laughs> Of course. <they're> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, people should start planning out armies. And it's like, oh should I have to make a new army? Yeah, like mm-hmm. Every, everyone is making new projects anyway and like in two yeah. years it's gonna be a the, good 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 goal to get shit finished just so yeah. start start researching now like oh which of these uh, legions do I find interesting and also mm-hmm. you should really start thinking about loyalist legions fighting a terror because there yeah. are three against what a lot nine? <laughs> I don't know like all the traders are there but there are only three loyalists so if you're if you got Blood uh White Scars, or Imperial Fist, you're going to get a shit ton of opponents to want to play against you when the mm-hmm, era comes. Mm-hmm. And Blood are getting a new book zone. So. Yeah,
0: White Scars as well are in, the, yeah. are in it. So I think that's going to boost their numbers uh, for
1: sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, fuck, maybe I should do one of those Legions.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you talked about White Scars before.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to do all of them. All? Yeah, like a it?
0: Shattered Legion? Yeah, could that I work? do have I my first
1: until then, but we'll see when okay. Terra approaches if I will get a horn on for you'd, any of those three loyalists. I mean, you'd rather be a loyalist at the end of the day, right? Yeah,
0: barricades, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. could redo my Emperor's Children for, for that and do a crazy <laughs> rape force. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah then i'll do the dildo bastion thing that you talked about well maybe they wouldn't have a bastion Uh, i'll make something dildo something it counts as uh the the drill the termite oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and it can re-roll penetration (laughs) <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> that's, with that, I think we should round up the episode. Uh, do you have any shout-outs you would like to make? I don't know about any... Been, uh, haven't heard about events for some time now.
1: Yeah, there's the event in... Uh, I don't know, The, the uh, event in Malmö. I don't know if they've had it yet. Oh, yeah. The last Avaria. Lost uh,
0: another lost Avaria. The lost for the... <laughs> Another of our, uh yeah, uh, not yeah, might have happened might not some it was sometime in december, so and, and then mm. uh, mega dirty guys are starting off the new season in uh, Veque, yeah, so something cool to check out, and uh, other than that,'m not sure well there will be a lot of new announcements for the next year, of course, yeah, so. With that said, remember kids, Fulgrim gives head, and Fulgrim takes head. Don't lose your head.